okay. It's a little bit rough around the edges because I've didn't um got a little bit swamped this week under <laughs> doing life. Um one of the things that has been coming up in my um Bible readings and things recently over the last week or so, well, two weeks probably, um, has been um, that unity is a really important aspect of being a Christian. And when you say unity, it kind of encompasses hundreds of different meanings for different people. Um, But one of my readings this week was in 1 Peter, and it's talking about unity with your brothers and sisters in Christ, so within the church, within your Christian family, Um, and how important that is, and how when that, if there's not unity, it can hold us back, it can really hinder where we're going, um, and how we're living, and um, our attitudes towards everything that we do in life and um, it doesn't mean that we'll always see eye to eye with people Um, it doesn't mean that we won't have opinions and things but it does um, it does matter that we go to Jesus and look at how he wants us to conduct ourselves in our life and through the things that it throws at us Um, and human nature is very much to judge or have an opinion or hold a grudge Um, which are all things which can unseat us in our views and our opinions of people and can break down a sense of unity that we have. Mark and I are united in our front, parenting probably 95% of the time, and then that little bit, we have to sit down and we have to work out the compromise. Or we may not agree on how we... um, how we discipline the children for doing something and we have to go together and we have to talk about that and then come at it united together with a consistency and be together because together is it sounds a bit cliche together is stronger um but you know it's it's about being united with people and if there are issues which there will be because we are human um about working them through and giving them to god and god helps us to do that and the reading that um one of the readings I had this week was in 1 Peter 3, um, and it's from verse 8. It says, um, Finally, all of you should be of one mind, sympathize with each other, love each other as brothers and sisters, be tender-hearted and keep a humble attitude. Don't repay evil for evil. Don't retaliate with insults when people insult you. Instead, pay them back with a blessing. That is what God has called you to do, and he will bless you for it. For the scriptures say, if you want to enjoy life and see many happy days, keep your tongue from speaking evil and your lips from telling lies. Turn away from evil and do good. Search for peace and work to maintain it. The eyes of the Lord watch over those who do right, and his ears are open to their prayers. But the Lord turns his face against those who do evil. Now who will want to harm you if you are eager to do good? But even if you suffer for doing what is right, God will reward you for it. So don't worry or be afraid of their threats. Instead, you must worship Christ as Lord of your life. And if someone asks you, about your Christian hope, always be ready to explain it. But do this in a gentle and respectful way. Keep your conscience clear. Then if people speak against you, they will be ashamed when they see what a good life you live because you belong to Christ. Remember, it is better to suffer for doing good if that is what God wants than to suffer for doing wrong. 
Christ suffered for our sins once for all time. He never sinned, but he died for sinners to bring you safely home to God. He suffered physical death, but was raised to life in the spirit. And although this is um, looking at our behavior to other people, so don't be evil, don't um, insult people and things like that, the bit that really um, spoke to me was how I... Um, how I put a block on what God wants to do in me by not being gentle and not being humble. And if somebody says something to me, it hurts. And that makes me not want to be gentle and not want, not want to be kind to that person. Um, and we, we had youth group two nights this week and last night I was talking to one of the girls and um, her friend had chosen to go to a different friend's house to sleep over rather than her house and I don't know if any of you remember those of you who were 16 year old girls that is crushing if your friend turns around on the day and says actually I'm going to go to her house I'm not coming to your house anymore and she was in pieces last night and it really hurt her it really got hold of her and um, she wasn't gracious about it and she wasn't kind about it and she wasn't anything about it. She was angry. She was really angry. And it showed me the, human, um, the humanness of us um, because she doesn't have God in her heart. She doesn't have Jesus to take it to, to help her to soften, to help her to be a Christian, be Jesus to the other girl, which is actually what this is saying. It's saying, be Jesus to the person that is causing you problems. Wipe it, wipe it away and, and be Jesus. And I know that's really simple, and I know I probably haven't done it justice, but God doesn't leave us on our own to do it. We can take it to him, and he will sort it out for us or help us to sort it out um, with his power. It says in verse 15 of those verses, you must worship Christ as Lord of your life. And if someone asks you about your Christian hope, always be ready to explain it. Keep your conscience clear. Um, and those are real challenges but there are also things that God doesn't leave us on our own to do. Um, there was a couple of readings. Am I okay for a minute? Um, from the message that were in a different reading I did, and they were they were kind of they were encouraging, but also they tie in with this living in unity with your Christian brothers and sisters and not causing a problem. Um, so in Romans in um, Oh, do I want that one? I've got another one first. I thought I did. Hang on. Sorry, because it was in the message. I'm just going to read it out of here. Yeah, this one. Uh, yes, in Romans, um, in Romans chapter 8, 26 to 28, um, it talks about um, God's spirit. And um, it says, this is the message version. God's spirit is right alongside us, helping us along. If we don't know how or what to pray, it doesn't matter. He does our praying in and for us, making prayer out of our wordless sighs, our aching groans. 
He knows us far better than we know ourselves and keeps us present before God. That's why we can be so sure that every detail in our lives of love for God is worked into something good. Um, so that was one, because sometimes when we have a problem with someone or someone has a problem with us or we have a problem with something going on, we're not very good at praying about it, but we're very good at moaning and sighing and grumbling about it. And God doesn't mind that. God can take that and turn it into the prayer, which will help us to um, get back to being, let me say again, being Jesus to the other person. Um, and there's one, more, there's one more set of verses in Romans 6, um, again from the message. Um, each of us is raised into a light-filled world by our Father so that we can see where we're going in our new grace-sovereign country. Throw yourselves wholeheartedly and full-time into God's way of doing things. You're living in the freedom of God. Um, I love that. You're living in the freedom of God. Um, but it's your choice to do that. And so um, that's what God's been saying to me. I'm sorry that I haven't got um, masses of practical things but um it's something that I have to work at even with Mark in my marriage being unit honestly isn't it though when we have friendships all friendships go through ups and downs you have blips with people and they can be people that you love people that you do life with um and or it can be people at work or it can be people at school or people you look after and sometimes people aren't very nice to you but that's not um, your job is to be Jesus in the situations that you face but he'll help you do it